Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's your Tuesday going? Or how was your Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this podcast? But hopefully, either way, it went awesome. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to my last episode, episode four, go listen to it. Apparently, it was so fire, it crashed Spotify as soon as I uploaded it on there. I'm not even kidding. I usually open, uh, upload my podcast uh, early in the morning before I go to work. And as soon as I uploaded it to Spotify, I checked and see if it was on there. It was on there. 15 minutes later, I got in my car to turn on my morning jams on the way to work. And next thing you know, Spotify was crashed. I tried to open the app, logged me out, crashed. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. So, like any other young person, tried to figure out the problem at hand. I thought it was my phone, but guess what? I went to Twitter. Like any other young person in this generation, you go to Twitter, you find out if other people are having the same issues. And guess what? There was a hashtag going around. Spotify crashed. A hundred and something people in the past 30 minutes. So I clicked on it, and you know the typical, has anybody else's Spotify crashed? My Spotify won't open. Oh my gosh, Spotify crashed. I can't listen to my jams. So I was like, I know there's no trouble on my end. It's all Spotify's fault. Man. Just imagine companies like Spotify, and like if something goes wrong, like Instagram shuts down, people start hashtagging it on other platforms. Man, I can't believe it. Instagram's down. Instagram's down, everybody, everybody, Instagram's down, man, Instagram sucks so bad, man, they, like, shut down all the time, or Snapchat, Snapchat's the best, these old, like, shut down all the time, and then people will be like, oh my gosh, of course Snapchat's down, Snapchat sucks, man, and there's always that one guy that goes, oh, I don't even have Snapchat, so I can't believe y'all losers still have Snapchat, whatever, <laughs> and, and I just imagine the other end, like, the companies. Like, are they on call? Like, like Spotify crashed at 5.15 in the morning. Don't correct me on that exact time, but it was around then because that's when I left my house to go to work, and that's when I was trying to turn on my jams. What are they going to do? Look at it? Look at, look at all those angry tweets? Is there just, like, one guy that's over all the, like, Spotify's tweets? He wakes up, he's just like, like, his phone's just dinging, ding, ding, ding. He's like... Uh, it's 5.15, what could it possibly be? Oh my god, Spotify's down! And he like rushes to his computer, it's like a code red, he hits a button, everybody's like, <laughs> he calls everybody, guys, we gotta get Spotify back up, we got some angry people, they're threatening to cancel their subscription! <laughs> Dude, they had that fixed so quick too. Like, they had it, they had it fixed within an hour, at least. Because I got to work, and as soon as I got to work, and I got my job that I needed to do, I drove to do my job, and I, in the middle of my job, I checked if Spotify was going to be open, and it, and it was it was it was working like normal. I just had to type in my password, and I was back into going and listening to Spotify. I mean, I was like, wow, they had this fixed quick. So, hats off to Spotify for doing that. Snapchat, on the other hand, I'm a little disappointed. It shut down a few months ago, and I couldn't get back onto Snapchat for like a day and a half. 
What's wrong with you, Snapchat? You know, I have people I gotta text. No, I'm just kidding. I have no one to text. But it's just a simple fact that you didn't have your app going. So. Uh, anywho. Uh, if you listen to my fourth episode, by the way, the podcast, you're already gonna know what I'm about to talk about. But for the people that didn't listen to it, how about you pause it and go listen to it right now. But if you don't want to, it's fine. I'll give you the short and handy little bits of what what's went on. Um, in my last uh episode, uh, I talked about uh that I uh signed up for this like the I got a text from this number uh that said, hey, do you want to make five hundred dollars a week? Uh, uh, put an advertisement for Purell on the side of the window of your car, um, and just you have to sign up so i click the link and it is at this locked forum and i fill in my name first and last my uh phone number my email and i put my billing address down and before i submitted it i called my friend i called my buddy and i was like hey i trust you to give me the best information possible on this and i just need to know uh, this little bit of information. Do you would would you trust this? And he goes, I think it's a scam, but you can go ahead and try it because you know they only needed that basic information. You could find my name, billing address, phone number, and email like on Facebook <laughs> or anywhere on the internet if you really wanted to find out where I'm at and who I am. It's really simple to do so. And so I I sent it in just in case because I mean I've read into it. On Facebook, they shut down the ads for Germex and Purell. You can't have those ads on anymore. So they they're they're not advertising for it. So they're so they have to figure out some way to advertise for it. So I was like, this is probable. I could I could see this happening. And plus, also, I needed to make some extra money because you know, in my previous podcast, you know, financially, it's not going so well right now with me. But you know what? It's fine. I I'm getting through it. And th- this advertisement thing could have been, could be a awesome thing. Well, I got an update for you if you listen to my last podcast. I got an update on all that info. So, I get an email from the guy confer- asking me to confirm my billing address because he said he was going to send me something uh, about the advertisement. I was like, okay, cool. I said, so I confirmed it. I waited two days. Two days. Third day in, I got a email from him saying, uh, "This is what it said. It said, uh, um, I don't have it on. Uh, where's my phone? You know what? I'm just gonna basically give you the rundown." He said, "Here's the tracking number for the check. I am sending you a check for uh, $1,900. This is your pre-monthly payment to put the advertisement on the car." Um, and then we'll, we will go into, uh, after you get the check and put it in your bank, we'll go into, fur- just email me back and we'll go into further steps of getting the advertisement on your car. I started kind of getting excited, but sketchy excited because I'm like, why would you send me a $1,900 check right off the bat? But then I kind of thought about it and I was like, I guess to prove that this is real or I may have to go get the advertisement done myself. And I need that $1,900 check. But then the thing is, though, is I could just run off with that $1,900 check and not get the advertisement on my car. But 
Either way, I was kind of excitedly nervous. And as soon as I got it in the mail, I called my buddy back out. I was like, hey, I just got this in the mail. It's a check for $1,900 to go put in my bank account. And he, go, he looks at me, he goes, you got $1,900 check? I said, yeah, I know. And I read him the email and he goes, bro, I, I don't know. So we went into investigation mode. All right. We're both young kids. All right, the adults right now are probably laughing. They're like, oh, oh my God, they're idiots. All right, whatever. No, wait. Okay, so we go into deep investigation. Well, there's this thing called check fraud. I didn't, him and I did not know this thing was real until we looked it up. Basically, these people send you a check that looks exactly like a check. Oh, where's it at? All right. You hear that sound in there? Yeah, it's a real check. It has everything on on it that's real, okay? It has a bank that's a real bank. It has the address of a real bank. Uh it says it says it says even up here in this little line it says to verify on uh authenticity, see reverse side for description of the 13 security features, which right off the bat makes me think, well, this is a real check and it even has a signature down at the bottom, void after 90 days has the account numbers of where it's coming from. I mean, you look on the back, I mean, it looks like a real check. I mean, and we read in this article that it actually is like such a good method of scamming, even bankers can't even tell the difference. It goes through their scanning thing and goes into your bank account for $1,900 or whatever amount of money this check is sent to you at. Well, then... Dawson, why aren't you why are you just cashing the check even though you used a scam? Well here's the thing here's the thing about checkers fraud. For all my college students and all my younger people that are listening to this podcast. The thing about this this check right here that's a fraud check is if I gave it to the bank and they scanned it, a few days later it would they would figure out it's a fraud check and it would the check would bounce. And I, I would owe whatever amount is on that check. So I would owe 1950 that I got in the mail. Not only would I own that 1950, but I would owe all the little all the the probably the big fee that the bank is going to give me for sending in a fraud check. Well, Dawson, it's not your fault and that's how banks are. You would get a huge fee if you cash in this check and it was a fraud it could turn out to be a fraud check. So how are they going to scam me? Well, if I came in and I gave the bank this check and I put it in and everything goes well, I don't know what they would do next. But from what I read on the article, they would say, sorry, I accidentally sent you a little bit too much. Can you take money out of your, can you send me like X amount, let's say $300 back. Can you send me $300 back? So I can put it toward, let's say they say send me $300 back to put towards the advertisement for the car. Well, I would send him $300. But did you know that $300 is the $300 that's out of my bank account. So it's just like, it's my own $300. Well, then whenever the check bounces, I find out it's a fraud check. But the, the, the person that I sent it to, it's untraceable. So they get my $300 down. Also, on top of that, I owe the bank the $1,900 that was from this check plus the fee. So, I would get triple screwed. I, I mean, I would, it would be, like, I would be so in the hole 
it's not even funny. Well, let me look at the packaging and everything. Well, we went under investigation, and here's the things that didn't add up for me. The The packaging is authentic. I mean, it says priority mail came from United States Postal Service, and it says Hollister Company. That's like, will they make clothes? I don't know. Like, it says Hollister Company. And the check says it came from Wood Forest National Bank. But it doesn't say where it, like, there's usually another line that says where it's from. And that's the thing that really caught me off guard. And it only has, like, it has a forged signature name down at the bottom, but it's printed. Printed out. And so basically what I'm trying to get at is, if you're a young kid, they got a text message saying about advertisement outside of your car, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Okay? I didn't get scammed, okay? Because I took precautions. And I had a good buddy source. And not only that, but I would have called my bank the next day. I would have called the bank that sent me this check anyways. It would have been like, hey, I got to ask you a question. And they probably would have told me it's a fraud check. And I would have been like, oh, wow, blows my mind. I'm, I'm, okay, it's good. And all the parents that are laughing, if you're laughing while listening to this right now, just know that I could take this check that I have right now. I could take this check right now and take it to any college. And 99.9% of the kids would look at me and they would be like, why did you not cash that check in yet? Or I could give it to some kid and they would cash it in. I'm not kidding. This is how, like, look up a fraud, fraud check. Look up it. Because it looks like a check that you would get after a month of doing a job. I used to get checks like this from Sonic. <laughs> That's how well this check looks. Like, it looks like a job check. And I don't know how they make these. It's, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm guessing it's a guy from India. Because the way he was emailing me, it was not really great English. But thing is though is I didn't pick up on those signs well I kind of picked them up but you know what I looked at this check and I'm like wow there's a rounding number this I mean it's 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 amazing but how did I scam the scammer that's the question I I scammed the scammer well it costed him a hundred like I don't know how much it cost him to to send this off like a dollar dollar sixty or something like that a dollar or something I, I would say like a dollar dollar <clears throat> okay, it's at least a dollar twenty to at least send this off. I don't know how much exactly, but this guy's probably out in India, and he does this for a living. He scams people, scams kids. He's probably out in India because that's where most of the scamming action happens. All right, it could be in the United States, but I highly doubt it. Uh, based off of all the little things I've, even the email. The email looks most Indian thing that I've ever seen in my life, but. I scammed him for a dollar or something. Now you might be like, Dawson, that's really nothing. But come on. We'll, we'll look this up right now. I I need to convert. Convert. Uh, let's see here. Um, US dollar to... I think it's ruples. to rupee yeah the indian rupee uh 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's seventy five rubles. Rupees, rupees, but. That that's a lot of money to them. That is because like, it I. Rupee, yeah. Okay, one Indian rupee is is point zero thirteen to the United States dollar. It's not even a cent. So if I skimmed, I'm just roofing, going off the noggin here. If I scam this dude for a dollar and twenty cents, that's that's a, a, a dollar is 75 rupees. What can 75 rupee buy? Uh, wow. I mean, you can buy a lot of stuff. Wow, you I mean <laughs> You can buy shoes. You can buy shoes in India. That okay, that's crazy. I'm just telling you this much. I bet you and I don't know what I'm gonna do about this guy. I don't know if I'm just gonna like email him back and forth, uh, and just like, you know, say like tomorrow, uh or what or whenever I do it. Um if I'm just gonna like, you know, call him up. Or not call him up, or email him, and just be like, "Uh, I just uh, I just deposited the check. I just deposited the check, and then just keep on messing with this dude and see how long it takes him to realize that I know what he's up to." <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna do that and just you know mention it future episode, uh, pod, future podcast episodes, or if I'm just gonna let let it be. But that's that's up for debate. But I already know. That by me not following the scam is that he just lost like a dollar and twenty cents, which is which to him is like probably it's a pair of shoes for an idiot. I don't know for a fact, but I just read that. I read that that seventy five rupees can give you give can buy you a pair of shoes over in uh, India. So guess what? That dude lost a pair of shoes, and he's gonna be very mad about it. And I'm glad because these scammers have gotten smart. I, I, I mean, I got to give a round of applause for him for trying. He or she for trying because, I mean, come on. That was, that was really good. I mean, I don't even know how they made I'm going to keep this check as a souvenir. That's all I know is I'm going to keep this check and this postal thing as a souvenir because that, that is one for the books right there. Definitely some, some scamming stuff that I've never seen before, so. Basically, the moral of that situation was is if you are my age and you ever get something like that, just don't answer it. Just, you know, delete it and go on. I should have just deleted it and went on anyways. But you know what? I saw the Facebook not advertising hand sanitizers anymore. So, you know what? I was I was all in. And that's, that's also the thing about advertising. Companies, I found, I found out on the Internet, too, that companies will not ever send, like, unless you work for the company, put advertisements on random customers' cars because an off chance that they do wreck with the car, they would uh, they would also maybe liable 
for whatever damage happens. So, like, for example, if I, I was repping Coca-Cola on the side of my car and I crashed into somebody, they may send Coca-Cola out and be like, hey, you owe this much money for the wreck because he was repping Coca-Cola on the side of your car. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's that's what the internet said, and it sounds like an a actual thing. So, I mean, watch out, especially now. But no, that that was the crazy thing that happened that's happened to me lately, <laughs> for sure. Oh man, I bet the guy that was trying to scam me was Jake named Jacob. Actually, no, it wouldn't be a Jacob because I've never met a smart Jacob or an intelligent Jacob or I don't know. Okay, I bet you there's smart Jacobs out there, but like I've worked with a Jacob, I have been to school with a Jacob with a few Jacobs and they're all the same they're all the same they've done every drug known to man they have these weird theories that you're just you just can't wrap your head around but somehow they can wrap theirs around it that's what I think of Jacobs Jacobs are just you know like come on like when you hear something when you hear something outrageous you're like wow that's a Jacob that's a Jacob for sure now okay now disclaimer there's probably plenty of great Jacobs out there but if you search up Jacob on the internet there's not really great celebrities out there that are named Jacob. Now, Jake, on the other hand, whew, there's good Jakes. Jake Gyllenhaal, for example, ooh, what a beast. Or or Jake from State Farm. Come on, you call him at 3 in the morning, get you some insurance? Come on. That's a, that's a good Jake. Jake Paul, not so much. And yeah, I'm sorry to hurt the 14-year-old's feelings out there for Jake Paul fans. Ooh, Jake Paulers. That's the best name that he can come up for his fans. Jake Paulers. At least his brother could come up with Maverick. Jake Paulers. What a joke. But we're getting off the subject here, okay? Talking about names. I bet you met, met people and like they're like the names that you're like, I've never met a good name, 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 person named blank. Like my name's Dawson. So there's probably someone out there that's like, I've never met a good Dawson. All these Dawsons are terrible people i've never met a great dawson well i can assure you if you're listening to this podcast my name is dawson and i want to make a statement right now that there are good dawson's out there now terry's on the other hand oh whoo i bet you the majority of the people on this podcast have not met a good terry yeah for sure and if you're terry listening right now i'm sorry but there was a really bad terry that i've met that made that put a real big hole <laughs> uh, and the Terry's that I, that I've come to meet for me. Yeah, I met this Terry at a Buffalo Wild Wings. He was my waiter. Me and a few buddies went to Buffalo Wild Wings one day and uh, we were just ordering and uh, we were there for three hours. That's how long this Terry made us have to wait. What a, what a Terry. Oh man. I had to play waiter too. Okay, We didn't even have our food yet and we sucked the water's dry. Okay, so we went. Ba- I, I had to get up eventually, and go up to the hostess that sat us down. And I was like, "Hey, we need more waters and ranch or whatever." Well, she was on the phone, so I was like, "I saw the the black tray that they bring with a lot of food." Whatever. I was like, "You know, hey, can I take this?" And she she just waved me off. I was like, "What?" Okay, fine. I took the black tray, went over, and I was like, "Hey." I was like, hey, ma'am, she was over by the fountain. I was like, hey, can you, can you, you know, 
make his two pitchers of water and then I'd put on this black tray so I can bring it back to my friends. She didn't ask any questions. She just did it. And then I was like, hey, can I get some ranch and blue cheese? Yeah, ranch and blue cheese. I'm the only blue cheese fan of a wings, okay? Anybody that dips their wings in ranch, whatever, okay? But don't boo on me for dripping uh, wings with blue cheese like a real champ, okay? I'm going to be part of the 1% on this. Blue cheese all the way. Anyways, brought that back to the table. Poured people the waters, okay? I'm a nice friend, so I did it. Next thing you know, Terry comes out, all right? And, I, and I, we waved him. We waved him over. He ignored us. Ignored us. Okay, eventually, finally, someone else had to bring out our wings. We complained, and someone else brought out our wings, and we ate the wings. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings for three hours total. Sit down, wait time, eat. And the majority of that time was waiting. Then the bills came around. Terry came back. Oh, of course, Terry was on time with the bills. Of course he was. So then, came back with the checks. We paid, and then all of a sudden, the tips came in. Yeah, the tips. Awful. All right, I paid in cash. Didn't give him a tip. I'm not tipping that. I, I tip based on waiting behavior, and I'm not tipping that for those shenanigans. But my friends decided to tip a dollar. Like, true, true people, all right? True great people. They, t- he tip, they tipped at least a dollar to let them, him know, hey, Work better next time. Well, then he, what he did was he put a zero behind that one, and on the bank apps, it let my friends know that he took $10 out instead of $1. And then that's when we had issues. Uh, uh, long story short, Terry got fired. All right. Never going to see Terry ever again. Ever again. Done with Terry. Okay. But I'm a big wing fan, but I'm never going to Buffalo Wild Wings ever again. And I tell my friends that all the time. I'm not going to Buffalo Wild Wings, never. If we go eat wings, because we're all huge wings fans, okay? We love wings. So we got to pick the best spot. They loved Buffalo Wild Wings because of their BOGO wings. Okay, here's the thing. Traditional or boneless? I go traditional. You know why? Because nine times out of ten, when I eat boneless, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be on the toilet for at least an hour and a half because my gut's like, what did you put in me? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I do it all the time. And eventually I told my friends, no, we're ordering separately. I'm getting traditional. They're like, oh, wow, you're going to go more expensive and get the traditional. I was like, yeah, because I don't want to be sick later. And traditional's better. Now guess who's eating traditional? everybody's eating traditional at my table because they tried it and they're like, wow, traditional is better. Yeah, I know. So then we we stopped eating at Buffalo Wild Wings. We ate at Wingstop. All right, I love Wingstop. Wingstop's great. But then I moved here to Austin. Austin, Texas, baby. They have one of the best wing places in the United States. And when my, uh, I went there with my friends when they came and visited and we went there. Never, ne- not gonna eat Wingstop. <laughs> well, they're gonna have to eat Wingstop, but I, every time I get wings, I'm gonna go over there. Best place to eat wings. So if you're a wing fan listening, go to, come on, go just go to Wingstop if you can only go to Wingstop or find just a better wing place and get blue cheese. 
All these non-blue cheese fans, pathetic. Come on, you lay that on your taste buds, you're like, mm 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 aged cheese, the best. <laughs> oh, we're bringing, I'm bringing it back the fun fact segment because I found out that people enjoyed the fun fact segment. They enjoy it, so I'm going to bring it back. And uh, the fun fact that I have to you for you today is about um about some companies that we have in the United States. Uh, one in particular, Walmart. Uh, did you know Walmart? Uh, hold on a second. Did you know Walmart makes more money than some countries actually do? Yeah. Did you know Walmart's revenue is higher? than some country's GDP. That's insane. Like, think about that for a second. If Walmart makes enough money to be its own country. Okay, so I looked into this further. Let me grab my phone out. I have some tabs saved for this nice, specific. All right. In 2017, Walmart had a revenue of $485 $485 billion. Okay? Now let that sit on your brain. I went ahead and where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Oh, here it goes. I went up and looked up the GDP in countries in 20 and all the countries in 2017. All right? Well, what we have here is is we got the trillions. We got the trillions of dollars for the top top countries then we move then we move down into the 20s okay thailand is at 455 billion walmart made more and more than thailand revenue than that whole country yeah a whole country of thailand in 2017 485 billion from walmart and 455 billion from thailand so if Walmart was a country in 2017, it would be ranked 25th. The 25th richest country by GDP in the world. That's all I got to say. Like that's insane. That's that's absolutely insane. I I mean, I can't I can't wrap my uh head around that and then amazon's made more than uh countries some countries uh back in 20 uh 16 and uh google's made more than some countries now and like we have so many businesses that make more than most than a lot of countries and it's just it blows my mind and that's the fun fact that i had for y'all today is the fact that they're just that, 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 that they make that much money I I mean I can't run. <laughs> okay, if they make that much money, then why can't they give just a little bit to every American? Do you get what I'm saying? Do they have to have that much money to keep their businesses going, or can you know pitch some of these hardworking people? Some, you know, pitch them a bone. I know I know it's just a 20 year old brain, just my 20 year old brain, just you know thinking and. Rifting off some thoughts, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Once you think about it and wrap it around, you're like, wow, Walmart makes more than Walmart ranks 25th when it comes to countries. If they were their own country, well, then 
um, if Walmart was their own country, then the people shopping at Walmart could be their citizens, and uh, their citizens deserve a little bit of money from that country, okay? That's all I got to say. So, and plus also, I came from the state where Walmart was born, Arkansas, baby, all right? Arkansas, or some people may call it, call it Arkansas. Did you know it's a law in Arkansas if you say Arkansas in Arkansas that you can uh, get a fine for that or arrested? I think it's one, it's one of those. It's either a fine or arrested. I actually looked it up on these stupid laws or like these states with stupid laws, and that is one. So if you if you go into Arkansas, you better say Arkansas and not Arkansas because if you say Arkansas in, in Arkansas, then ooh, it's like... The worst thing ever. But anyways, yeah. Bentonville, Arkansas, home of the first Walmart. Yeah, that's the thing they get to pride themselves on. But it's it's literally the top money maker in the United States. So I mean, come on, you you gotta give them props for that one. But so all I'm all that was the fun fact. And any big big business like that, I'm telling you, if you want to dish out to some of the some give back to some of your customers you know give them a fat check like if they've been like a loyal customer for a few years or something like that they've like did everything that they could you know to be the loyal customer like they don't shop anywhere else or something like that come on give them a check give them a check i mean that's the least you can do you have so much money But no, that was my fun fact. Alright, now we're moving on to articles. Yeah, the articles. Every podcast I've had it. It's the little segment. If you've never heard of the article segment before, it's where I find an article that I find interesting and we, we just talk about it. Just talk about it. And the article that I have today comes straight comes straight from the the news. Alright? S- straight. People probably already know about this. But uh Patient dies after catching coronavirus at COVID party in Texas. What? What? Come on. A patient dies after getting COVID from going to a COVID party. Wow. So much irony. So much irony. And then what's the, what's the, what's the, like, weirdest part about the whole, like, the patient the final words the patient said to the nurse right before they died was, I think I made a mistake. Well, duh, you made a mistake. Are you kidding me? You went to a COVID party. And, and no, and this is not the only COVID party either. There's been COVID parties popping up everywhere, and COVID parties started in Alabama. Of course, Alabama. That was where the COVID parties started. God, Alabama. Basically, what it is, is it's a party hosted by a person that's pos- that tested positive for COVID, and people go in there and they party and try to get COVID. And the people that go to this party think COVID's a hoax. So they're basically partying just like, oh, we're getting COVID, but like, we think it's not real. Okay. All right, that's awesome. And then when you get tested positive for COVID and you start showing signs and you start getting sick and you start dying, really? Wow. That party was worth it. That's like me. That's like me or anybody going to a party. It's, it's called the get shot party. Where if you show up to this party, you're going to get shot in the shoulder. 
or shot anywhere. You're just going to get shot at this party that you show up at. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. And then you, you walk into this party. And all of a sudden, you end up having to go to the hospital because you got shot. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. The flyer shed. Get shot, party. Oh, man. Probably shouldn't have done it. I went to the get shot party and I got shot, man. What did you what did you expect? You got shot at the get shot party. Of course that was going to happen. You knew that was going to happen. But these these parties have gotten out of control, man. The 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 whole the whole covid thing. And to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. The biggest Shakespeare thing ever. To wear or not to wear. The COVID mask. Just wear it. I mean, seriously. I mean, businesses are not going to let you in. And what are you going to do? Get mad and cry? And this store won't let me in because I'm not wearing a mask. I'm an American. I'm an American. I, I deserve my rights to choose to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. Well, guess what? They have the right to not, you know, allow, your, allow you in their store. <laughs> because they're a store. I've read many signs like that. If you're not wearing a mask, we can refuse the right to have you in the store. Well, which is true. So you can take your American pride somewhere else. Because, I mean, I'm telling you this much. I'm young and I'm 20, but I'm just going to follow the rules. I mean, I don't care. Well, you don't look tough. Well, okay. I'm Okay, and for following the rules? Well, you at least I don't look stupid. Do I want to look stupid like you? Okay. Who's going to be the last one laughing? The the one wearing the mask or the one di- uh, dying of sickness of COVID while they're in the hospital? Yeah, we'll see who's the last one laughing on that one, buddy. Okay? So I'll, t- I'll take my chances and wear the mask if that's even taking a chance. Oh, okay, I'm protecting myself. Wow. Okay. I'm not even just protecting myself. I'm protecting other people. And I don't care. Who cares? I'm just following what what I should be doing of the rules okay I'm not it doesn't it's not hurting my pride if it hurts your pride so much for wearing a mask then just don't go outside I guess or do whatever you want whatever people do whatever they want anyways <laughs> go go to a covid party there you go start your own covid party if you're certain yeah there you go start a no mask party boom come on in Everybody not wearing a mask. Like all those, like all those sissies out there. Yeah, you're not, you're not invited to the no mask party. <coughs> yeah, you're not wearing invited to the no mask party, buddy. Yeah. Way to go. Came out on top. Congratulations. You get to have a sick party. <laughs> An actual sick party. <laughs> Man, what a crazy, crazy time it is. Crazy, crazy time. Crazy, crazy, crazy time. Oh, man. I've been talking for 40 minutes already. It's been about 40 minutes. That's crazy. Man. Wow. Well, I would usually do a would you rather, but I mean, dude, I'm already, I, I already got to wrap this up. Man, I can't, I can't believe I've been talking that long. I Usually I've usually I have topics laid out for how much time it's gonna be, but I've been man. Uh 
So, I guess I, I guess I'm gonna wrap this thing up with a conclusion in a second. But I mean, wow, I cannot believe I've been talking this long. But uh, I just want to thank everybody again. I mean, I always thank people at the end of my podcast because that's that's a polite thing to do because you're listening to a 20 year old ramble ramble about random things. Okay, so thank you for listening to my stories today. So thank you for listening and tuning in all the way through my podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, the fourth episode, episode number four. And let me keep on doing it. People are listening. That's awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that y'all are listening too. Um, uh, it's everywhere. I want Everybody need, needs to promote it. Come on, tell people about it. Tell your family members. It's the only way that's going to get out. I'm going to keep on doing my thing too. I'm going to promote it too. I want people to listen to me. I mean, doesn't everybody want them to listen? But I just want to thank everybody to listening. Uh, and, uh, and uh, man, just the fact that um, that y'all are listening to this. I mean, I don't know really. <laughs> I'm terrible at conclusions. I'm going to get better at them. And I promise I will get better at conclusions. But Tuesdays and Fridays, I think by now that the, my normal listeners, of course, are going to know what Tuesdays, that Tuesdays and Fridays are going to be my jam. And I'm probably going to keep on doing it all the time, Tuesdays and Fridays, no matter how busy I get, okay? I'm st- I stay up till the butt crack of dawn to get these podcasts out for y'all to listen to. So you know what? I'm putting in the work, and I'm getting the listeners. Or at least the, I want dedicated listeners, okay? I don't want a person just listening to one podcast and popping out like that. Come on. Anyways, Tuesdays and Fridays, thank y'all for listening. And uh, you know what? Promote it. Shout me out. You know? Do y'all's part. And if you don't want to, that's fine. Give me a five-star rating if you feel like it, okay? I feel like I deserve five stars, but if you want to give me four and a half, I'll take four and a half, 4.9. I don't care. But come on. If you put all that effort to give me a three-star on this, come on. If you put effort to do that, you can put effort to give me a five. But Tuesdays and Fridays, thank you, everybody, for listening this far. And making it all the way to the end of the episode four of the Last Ico Heart podcast. See y'all Friday. Oh, hey, DJ, by the way, you're going to have to play the intros and outro. You know, the typical thing. All right. See y'all Friday, everybody. Last Ico Heart podcast. You are listening to. The Last Ico Heart podcast. You are listening to. The Last Ico Heart podcast.